If only they knew the hub for young business minds. Yes, people, it's Ted Lawler, and welcome back to another episode of the If Only They Knew podcast. Today, we're joined by Manny Sakanika from RMT Skincare, who speaks about starring in Magic Mike, dedicating his brand to his late sister, and the importance of staying in shape both physically and mentally. So if you want to learn how to attract your dreams while staying grounded, this is the podcast for you. So my name is Manny Sakanika. I'm 26 years old. I'm a dancer, actor, model, and business owner of RMT Skincare. Brilliant. And that basically means you're very successful and it seems like you're living sort of the, the dream of most people, but probably the dream of yourself as well, which we'll dive into a bit later on. Um, but before we do that, who were you before all of this? Um, because obviously, based on what you said there and what you do, we can only assume we'll, we'll dive into it later. We can only assume you're confident um, and you're sort of happy with your position. Again, that's a complete assumption we'll dive into later on. Uh, but before all of this, before everything happened for you, who were you? Were you a confident person before? Were you good at school? Did you have to sort of grow into who you are now? Yeah, who, who were you before all of this started to click into place? It's, um, it, it's been a journey for me, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I haven't always been kind of what you see now. It's been, it's taken me time to get to where I am. And it's taken me... Uh, you know, a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't always say I was the most confident kid. I sort of, I was definitely sort of outside kind of what school kind of puts the box into, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was always doing my own thing. I was sort of like, it, what the focus of school for me, it wasn't for me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, my brain just worked differently. I was a bit more active. Like I sort of just thought the world was more than just what they were teaching us. Yeah. But, I am glad you said that though, because a lot of people that come on the podcast, they they especially the last few guests, they've all said that like they felt out of place in school. Um, so like on that point, what do you think? What do you think, or do you think that there's anything the schools can do, or the people that are at school can do in terms of the students to sort of help them fit in a little bit more? Because I I went through it myself. I just felt like nothing they were teaching me really applied to what I wanted to do or just who I wanted yeah. to be as a person. So for the young people, what, what do you think they could be doing whilst they're at school to, to get back on track in some form? Well, I, I see this in, in loads of different ways. Uh, mm. I think whilst you're at school, I think utilize the skills that could apply to you later on. So I think maths is super important. I think English is super important. If you're writing an email, you know, you need to learn how to like type properly and uh, the way that you structure things, the way that you communicate with people. So I think there are elements of school that are good, and I think that they are super valuable in the real world. Yeah. But on the flip side of things, I don't think school is necessarily for everyone, you know. I think that, but it is hard, I get it from a school's point of view, to, to have, you know, however many kids and everyone's trying to do something different when you have to, you know, everyone yeah. has to fit in a c- yeah. certain curriculum or whatever. Yeah. So I, I get that that's difficult on their behalf. I also think that, you know, if you see a kid or if you see a kid with uh, loads of passion or, or, you know, drive for a certain subject, I think, you know, maybe kind of show them at different avenues that they can explore, you know, if it, even if it is in their spare time, just so at least they can, you know, focus on that ticking over in the background as well as having school that, you know, that I understand that they have to go to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did, did you have any role models then that, um, 
that taught you what you what else you could be because like you said school wasn't really sort of shaping you into who you wanted to be so what what was it that gave you that realization that oh this is possible to be able to go down a route that's completely separate to what I'm being taught was it a role model or was it something else that um to be honest I I didn't know it was possible that's why for me sat here and speaking to you about it is like you know a part of the dream you know yeah for me to sit here and go i i've made it this far and anyone else who wants to as well can do the same is mm. you know something in itself i just um okay there was role models along the way and i looked up to people for certain things but i think what i had in my mind and what i wanted to achieve in my life i didn't see anyone else doing or or, or doing or like achieving so yeah i was like okay i'm going to take different elements of people's lives and what they've done and accomplished and make it kind of my own. Yeah, that's it. I, I'm glad you yeah. said that, because that's something I've been thinking of a lot lately in terms of, like, I heard Tony Robbins first say it, and it sort of opened my eyes to everything. He said success leaves clues, and I guess it's similar to what you said. Like, once you see someone doing something, you say, okay, yeah, that, that sounds good to me. I didn't know that was sort of possible. Then you can also rewind their sort of journey and look at the the steps they took, isn't it? So did, did you have... A, who, who were the role models that, like, I know you said initially you didn't have many role models in that sense, but did you have any role models in a more recent time that you look up to? Because just like you said at the start, you're on stage, you're, you're an actor, you're, you're in the performance world and now the business world. So is there anyone you look up to in a more recent time? Um, Channing Tatum? I, 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 I mean, yeah, I look up to people like that. I mean, it, it, you know, you've got to give people credit. I think it's more of like an inspirational thing. It's more, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. necessarily, I want to be like anyone else. I always want to stay true to me and be who I am because there's only one version of me. Yeah. And saying to anyone else out there, there's only one version of you. So you be you, but take elements from different people in their lives and what they've achieved mm. and make it your own and make your story you know, as good as you can make it. Yeah, that's it. And and the reason for anyone listening, why I mentioned um, Channing Tatum there was obviously um, because you're in Magic Mike. So tell us a bit about that, because I think for any sort of person involved in the performance world, replicating that character in that show, I think is such a, a highlight, isn't it? So yeah, tell us a bit more about that, how you got into it and, and sort of what you're up to in, in that sense. Um, so I auditioned for the show in 2018. Mm. And uh, I'm not sorry, that's a lie. Oh, is it 2018? I think we started rehearsals at the end of 2018. Yeah. So I've been in there for a while, but I mean, obviously COVID was in the middle of that as well. So we took a year out. But um, there was like a three-day uh, audition and they kind of dissected you and uh, not literally, but as in like as a character, <laughs> as a person, as, a, as an artist. And they sort of were like, okay, we want to see everything you can do. Like, you know, how you conduct yourself as not only a person, but as a dancer, mm-hmm. as a, just as, as a character to be on stage. It's, it's very intimate, um, the show. So you don't just come and watch the show, you kind of get an experience. Yeah. And uh, I had to learn a lot of things about myself and the way that I would uh, perform on stage and, and how my character kind of put, is is getting portrayed to the audience if that makes sense yeah yeah um we get really like close and personal you know learning how to like lap dance a woman for example yeah was a, a new skill in itself you know i don't know many people that can just get up and just do that so that kind of thing and 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 not letting a lot of things phase you i see a lot of things you know throughout the show and my whole time there that you know would shock a lot of people or surprise people like you know but you've just got to kind of stay focused stay in your lane get on with your job and then and do that 
How did you get the, like you said, you had to do a lot of things in terms of stepping out of your, your comfort zone and stepping out what you're normally used to and learning new things. Did you, how did you build that confidence up then? Or did you, yeah, what gave you the confidence? Because for, for me, um, stepping into certain things, I think, you know, I haven't had the experience in this, but I know if I really take that, that sort of deep dive into something so difficult now, it's going to give me so much experience to get to where I actually want to be in, in the future. So what, what gave you the confidence going into such a uh, multifaceted role? Um, I can't lie, I was nervous. I'm not going yeah, to sit I here bet, and say yeah. that I was confident to walk in and be like, yeah, this is easy, because yeah. it was, it was nerve-wracking, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that you kind of grab it and you go, I'm going to do my best mm. and I'm going to learn a lot along the way. I'm going to also see how other people do it. That, you know, I'm, I'm working with a great team of people, including Chan, that, you know, kind of take you on the journey and like teach you step by step, mm. you know, how to connect with the audience and make it something special rather than just a show. Yeah. So like that was just like a, a step by step thing. And it was just learning things. You know, I'll see a different thing here and there, and I go, okay, that was new, cool. I've now experienced that. I've taken that and onto the next. Yeah, and, and you meant mention it there. I guess Chan is Chan and Tatum, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Playing such a like important role. How does it feel to actually have sort of like the the person that that sort of started it, if that makes sense. I don't know the best way to word it, but to have that person sort of there watching you, does he sit there, has he sat in and watched the shows or does he guide you? And how does it feel to have that sort of almost responsibility on your shoulders and the person yeah. who'd done it first watching you? That's that's quite powerful, right? Yeah, it's a lot. We met him uh, first time in rehearsals and uh, he was there. He was like kind of showing us, you know, try this, maybe do this, maybe do that. And, and I think... I, for me, it goes further back than just the Magic Mike films. It goes back to like Step Up. I'm not sure if you've probably seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. for me, like, like as a dancer growing up, I looked and I was like, wow, like that's the kind of stuff that I want to do. And then to go full circle to now be in a job where he's my boss is almost <laughs> like, you know, whatever I kind of manifested in that moment then yeah. has come to fruition and it's, it's right in front of me. And he's my boss. So I can communicate with him. He tells me like what he does and doesn't like. And, we kind of just go from there and build this relationship and, and make the show as best as we can. Are you a big believer in that then? Because that's exactly what I was thinking just before you said that magic word of manifestation. I was thinking like if you had that sort of your eyes set and your intentions set on that certain area and that certain sort of um, industry and like type of performance and then it sort of found its way to you and you found it halfway as well. Are you a big believer in manifestation and sort of attracting things to you or what's your, what's your take on that? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, 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 I believe that you can manifest anything you want, uh, be it good or bad. But I also think that you have to meet it halfway with some, some hard work. Yes. I, I think, you know, yes, you can sit there and you can sit there until, you know, for days, weeks, months and be like, I want this, I want this, I want this. And, you know, think about it, think about it. But going out there as well as thinking about it and staying positive and focusing on your goal, will actually make it come true if that makes sense you know? yeah, that's it and um, what are some of the steps you took to, to get to that level like what if you can sort of imagine it on like almost like a ladder in a sense like where does that part uh, rank for you obviously it's high up there but do you do you think you can sort of get more out of the performance world and, and go up another level if, if there is another level um and also on that 
what were the steps before? Like, did you do like um, lesser, like not lesser roles, like, but you know what I mean? Like minor roles in certain things, like most sort of performers do, like whether it be in an extra or in, in a different sort of genre or something and sort of work your way up. Yeah, what's your take on that sort of hierarchy, I guess? Um, so go back to the manifestation thing. I think what I've done and what I've found is helpful for me is if I write something down and I tend to do it sort of once a year, as the new year starts, I set a new sheet of goals and I go, okay, let's achieve, let's try and achieve, you know, all of these. And I work towards yeah. them throughout the year. Um, but going back to my career, I, yeah, I, I started like everyone else, you know, I started off doing, you know, maybe the jobs that I didn't want to do, or, you know, I was just sort of doing it because I needed to pay rent or, you know, whatever it needed to get done. And then, but by having the goal in my head and going, okay, I know that I've got to do this to get to the next bit. I'll get seen by doing this, you know, just trying to get my name out there, my face, so people can familiarise themselves with me. Go, oh, he's got, you know, he can do this, he can do that. And, and kind of just building those relationships and actually, like, building a trust with people, you know? Because, yeah. you know, if someone puts you on a job, they're trusting that you're going to deliver whatever they have in their mind. And you know the client or whoever it is. I think that in, on that sense, like, do you enjoy that process? Because I think a lot of young people don't don't appreciate that those steps that you need to take. You need to go to a job that perhaps you potentially don't even want, but it is sort of to get you to that next stepping stone. But do, like, I don't think many people appreciate that. But have you enjoyed the process? And have you had that in the back of your mind from the beginning, or was it something you picked up on a little bit later on? um okay the way i see it is um when i'm in it and when i've been experiencing it mm. i can't lie it's not been easy at times yeah you know like sitting there going you know I, I i know that i can do more i can know i can offer more but i'm only at this level or i'm only at that level i'm only here i'm only there and you know and being in it is it's harder to stay positive than it is when you're out of it and you've got the you know the work that you want or whatever it is yeah. that you want. but looking back I'm so grateful that it went the way that it went, you know, because when you do get to the position that you get to, you've got all this experience behind you and you've learned so many things along the way that you might not necessarily have learned if you didn't take those steps. You know, sometimes if you jump to the top, you get a bit lost because, you know, you got here so quickly and you're just sort of like, okay, well, you know, now what? Or, yeah. you know, you, you, you don't know how to manage it sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes by taking the smaller steps in the end, is actually better for you. And I think it's, it's part of the journey, you know? You can sit here and say, oh, this happened and this happened and this happened, and then I got to here, rather yeah. than just, I got here and that was the end. Yeah, that's it. And you I, know I, what I mean? I feel like yeah. it's a better story. Yeah, it is, it definitely is. I've seen a lot of like young people, um, I, I won't name who or what, but like I've seen the people that have been given the opportunities from their like mum and dad, the people that can make one phone call and get them to exactly where you want to be. Yeah. And I've seen the people that have grafted for like years and years and years throughout school and stuff like that, like all those after hour things to get to where they want to be. And like, you can see the difference, can't you? And the people that were given it and the people that grafted for it. Because like you said, the people that were given it were sort of like, oh no, I've sort of reached my max already. What do I do with it? Um, but it, on that point as well, like I, I've mentioned it earlier and I made the assumption, are you living your dream or 
what's your sort of thoughts on that? Because I obviously made the assumption earlier that it seems like you're living living the dream. But in your perspective, are you living the dream or your dream, whatever way you want to take that? In some respects, yes. If hmm. I was to look at myself as a kid and go, okay, you know, at this point in your life, you're going to be living like this. I can't lie, I have it good. Like, you yeah. know, I, I've, but I've worked to get ahead, if That's that makes it. sense. So like everything that I've got now, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, but to say that I'm living the dream is almost like I've achieved my goal, mm -hmm. which I don't agree with. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you say, oh, okay, I'm, I'm done now. Like I've, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream then you fit, there's no room for anything else, you know? Yeah. Whereas for me, I'm like, I've hit, I've hit goals along the way. You know, I've hit this goal, I've hit this goal, I've hit this goal, but the end goal is way further down the line. Yeah, it seems like you're a creator in that sense. Like you, you visualise where you want to be and you work out how to get there and you enjoy the process, most importantly. And another thing you created um, is, of course, the, 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 the male grooming brand. Um, so if you don't mind, tell us a bit more about that, how you got into that, because um, it seems like a complete sort of parallel to the performance world, doesn't it? Entering the business world um, and adding another whole level of responsibility onto your shoulder. So tell us a bit more um, about the brand and then we'll dive into how, how you got into it after. Yeah, so uh, RMT is a, a male premium skincare brand. Mm. Um, it started in lockdown. It was actually one of my lockdown projects that I sort of just put my head down and worked on. And we launched fully... Uh, at the end of November 2021. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's all natural, uh, made in the UK, vegan, cruelty-free products that I've made and created and I want the world to kind of have. If, if you don't mind, then tell us about how you got into it, if you don't mind. I think it's such a powerful um, story, like who you named the brand after um, and, and why you created it. If you don't mind, if you could tell us more about that, that would be... Um... I think very powerful for everyone to hear. Sure, sure. So um, uh, in 2019, I lost my younger sister um, and she was in the industry as well. Mm -hmm. uh, she was a makeup artist. And we spoke about kind of, you know, what kind of products are out there in terms of like, you know, what people put onto their skin. And after discussion, after discussion, we sort of realized that there was a massive pocket of male grooming that, wasn't being addressed whereas i felt like the female market was completely saturated with you know there's products for this 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 but no one ever spoke or mentioned the guys so after she passed away i thought you know i'm going to continue that legacy uh, and i named the brand sort of after her initials which are rmt and made it into a word and then put my head down put, put some products together created the packaging and and made a brand kind of for her and for guys that's so powerful and i applaud you for doing that man i think that's any anyone that sort of takes a negative experience or situation and spins it in such a way and sort of harnesses that power that that must well that one that's sort of very sort of applaudable and i think everyone listening will sort of applaud you for that but two does that give you so much energy when you when you deal with the brand on a daily basis does that give you so much energy and sort of passion knowing what why and who you started it for yeah 100 mm -hmm. it's a drive that's sort of internal that i can't be stopped if that that's makes it. sense because i felt like if it was because with my busy schedule as well it's, it's it's hard to balance them both yeah uh i've got a great team of people that help me as well i outsource a lot of things and that's kind of how how the brand 
is evolving. If I was trying to do everything by myself, there's no way I'd be able to get anywhere, you know? Yeah. But but having that drive behind me and having, you know, the goal and, and knowing where I want to take the brand and how I want it to look is um, is just a drive internally that can't really be stopped. Yeah, that's it. And, and did, did you have that sort of... Um... Uh, visualization for the whole brand then in terms of the visuals and everything very specific like like you mentioned there from the very start because it's a very minimalistic brand and it seems to focus is more on the, the quality of the actual product and the products itself rather rather than anything else um everything else is so clean and sort of um what's the word is it meticulous i think the word is um yeah did you have that um conscious vision going into it from the very beginning um yeah yeah mm. to be honest i um the reason that the the branding and the packaging is so simple is it's literally just the word with like a few orange diamonds. Yeah. Like it's it's nothing. It's very simple the packaging, and the reason I did that was because I, I didn't feel like it needed to be anything jazzy. I didn't think that I didn't feel that like you know it didn't need to be anything fancy. You know with colors and this that and the other. It just needs to be something simple that you can see in your bathroom. Looks nice. It's kind of out the way you know. And the main thing is actually what's in it. Like you said which are the ingredients. And that's really why you're sort of buying the product, you know? Mm-hmm. You're buying the product because you know it's good. So the outside is just, well, the outside looks. I just wanted to make it as simple as possible. So, yeah. And that's just how I saw it, yeah. Yeah. So in, in the very early days then, like how did you actually sort of get started? What were some of the practical things you did and, and some of the f- steps you encountered? Like, um, because I heard you on a, uh, another podcast, you mentioned that you outsourced uh, quite a bit as well. Did, did you did you do that? And and if so, why? Because um, I think that's a, a, an important point that people miss out. They think because they can't do something, it can't be done. And really, there's probably a million other people that can do it for a price or for for something else in return. This is true. Um, you know, you're only one person. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, you might have all the time in the world, but at the same time, you know, things move at a pace and you've got to move with it. So if you're not kind of, if you can't do everything, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out to people to go, you know, do, you know, could you write me some ideas about this? Or would you mind, you know, finding a graphic designer to do like the logos or like, you know, just reaching to different people to, and understanding like their point of view and opinion. You don't have to necessarily take it, but you can listen and go, oh, I didn't think about that. Or like, I really liked your, your view on that you know maybe take that or don't take it it's, it's sort of up to you what on that point then like you said you, you started off by yourself what has been some of the biggest challenges you faced um in terms of building the business because i know how hard it is and i know how sort of hidden some of the challenges are even though you may think you've got it sort of locked down one day you wake up and you think oh no here it is like one of the biggest challenges we face yet so yeah what are some of the challenges that you face with the with this business to be honest everything i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and tell you that it's easy i'm not gonna sit here and go yeah it's a breeze like i'm because it's been difficult and every step has challenged me in different ways you know a lot of it's been patience because not everything runs on your time you know as as much as you want it to you know sometimes you're waiting for something or you know this piece of paper hasn't come through or that hasn't happened or this you know so that's a key element in it and and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And, and I feel like that's something that is a continual process throughout the whole journey, if that makes sense. You, you, you're always figuring out, you know, when we introduce new products, it's, you know, are these the right products for the customers? Will they, did they want these or would they want these? You know, it's everything about starting a business is challenging. <laughs> everything. 
yeah but you've just got to kind of stay stick at it uh focus is the main thing and knowing that you know it will come it will come what what are some on the flip side what have been some of the best moments um for the brand but also just in your journey so far as well um but it seems like you've done so much so what what have been some of the the best moments just just in your journey firstly with the brand just creating something in your mind and then watching it come to life yeah i like that is is magic is yeah. actually magic like it's it's such a crazy experience and a feeling to to, under, to understand until you do it you know you know i had all these uh things in my head like how i wanted it to look how i wanted it to smell how i wanted it to feel you know and then once you get it you're holding it you know you're actually got it in your hands you know you can you can put it on your skin you, you, everything about it is that is a feeling i i can't really explain it you know yeah. that's, <laughs> that's like a, thing, a pure yeah. magical moment yeah, yeah. and, and it, it kind of gives you drive because you go oh i've done it I've, I've actually done it you know it might not be perfect but i've done it mm. and then you go okay cool let's let's work on what we've done and then keep going and that gives you like a bit of a drive mm. um and in terms of my career um like uh so many things so many things i've been so lucky to travel the world with my work i've been so lucky to see myself on tv in films and and performing every night to screaming crowds yeah, uh, wow. arenas it's it's actually been incredible and i've seen and experienced things that i never thought i ever would so that in itself has been again a, a magical. Yeah, that's so weird that you said that. Yeah, like magical. Because I was going to say, wasn't was you in Cinderella? Or have I got that wrong? Because I, I, yeah, I looked yeah. on Twitter and I see that like all the girls were going mad. Like, oh my god, who's that guy in Cinderella? And like, there was a screen, like, screenshots of you and stuff. I was thinking, no way. yeah, like obviously that that must have been like you said a magical moment. Um, yeah, tell us a bit more about that and how have you sort of handled. Um, the attention that you've received um and then also how do you manage sort of your your personality i guess i know that's a bit, uh, quite a deep question but i know like if i was to get the attention you've got i'd probably lose my mind to be honest. i'm like yeah i'm the guy like i'm this i'm like that like I'd, I'd lose my mind so how do you stay grounded i guess is, is the question um to be honest I don't, I don't really think about it i, I yeah. i'm really appreciative of all the support i love like reading comments. I love like when people interact with me via social media. Um, it, it's, it's good to, to, to feel that your, your talent's being recognized and like people love what you're putting out there, you know, whether it is a film or a live performance, it's, it's like rewarding for people to come back and go, I love this or like, I, I really think you're this and that. It's, it's, a, it's a nice feeling. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm just me, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a guy who had some dreams um, worked on them, made them come true, and continued to kind of go on my journey. I don't think that this is the end for me. Like this is, I'm just getting started. So yeah. I feel like if I let it kind of consume me, and you know, I start going off like on a tangent about it, how amazing I've done. It's, I, I'm not really grounded, you know. I, I yeah, try yeah. and stay grounded as possible, yeah, and yeah. keep focusing on my goals, and and it gives me more drive that I've come this far. So I go, okay, let, let's do this again, even further. Yeah, and the next level. I love that, man. I love yeah, that. yeah. What would you say, like, because obviously you you mentioned there, like, the stuff about your sister and making the most of it. What would you say to those people out there, specifically my audience is mostly young people. So what would you say to those young people that are, have been or are going through really bad times, no matter what it may be, because there's a broad spectrum of 
things that can happen to you in life, isn't there? But what would you say to those people that have been through a really tough time and perhaps are struggling to find a way to sort of bounce back or, or leverage that energy that you have? What would you say to those people? I'd say uh, stay focused. Yeah. Stay focused. I'd, uh, I'd also say that tough times don't last, you know, like they'll pass. You know, you ne- life, you never know what's around the corner and life throws things at you, you know, you don't expect. But I think if you stay focused on your goals, you, you really work at them and, you know, anything is possible. So if you're listening, wherever you're listening or watching this video, if you've got something in your mind and you truly believe that you can do it, run ahead and do it. Because believe you me, it will come true. If you work on it, you believe it, you stay focused, do it, you know? You, you might have to sacrifice a few things. And I think discipline is super important yeah. within the factor of, of trying to make it, you know, trying to, you know, because you've got to do things that everyone else around you isn't doing. And it's a lonely journey sometimes. It is a lonely journey. Yeah. You, you know, you miss out on maybe a few parties. You miss out on, you know, this that, and the other. You might not have to, you know, holidays or this that, and the other. But it's knowing that, okay, I'm going to miss out on this, but in the future, you can go to any party you want to go to, you know, and <laughs> there's always going to be parties or there's always going to be something. Mm. So, but focus is the main thing, focus, discipline and perseverance. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of distractions out there, aren't there? You mentioned yeah. obviously before about staying grounded um, on sort of more of a personality level, but how do you stay grounded in terms of like your actual just mental health and, and physical well-being because am I right in saying you do a load of shows a week at, at, at sometimes um, and obviously everything else you've got going on so how do you sort of stop yourself from burning out and and like you said stay staying focused how do you actually stay focused and and switched on at all times because you do so much so how do you manage all of that for me I, I try and find what works for me and this is different for everyone I, I I like being alone sometimes, you know, and sometimes if there's so much chaos going on around me, whether it's work or the business or something else, I, I, I just need like a set. So I'll kind of, you know, go home, take time to myself, you know, think about things, maybe write some stuff down, be like, okay, cool. Take a deep breath, have some early nights. I'm eating good food is super important as well as drinking loads of water. You know, all those things are cliche, but it's actually so true. You know, you, you, your brain can't function well if you're not you know doing those things yeah so those things are super important and also just yeah just uh, just taking time for yourself because if you're if you're not mentally in the right state of mind you can't move things along the way that you want them to be moved along you know and that's why i I like the idea that you've got the skincare brand because it does like after speaking to you you can see how it ties into your mindset and and your actual daily routine because i i think it as well like i use like bio oil and all like creams and moisturizers every day and i try and sort of stay on top of of how i look and that also impacts how i feel and vice versa so i think that's really important um but before we go on to the final thing um can we do a quick a little quick fire round if we can um just to sort of understand you on a more different and perhaps random level on a, on a new level. Um, so the f- first question, do you have a morning routine that fires you up talking about how you sort of take care of yourself on a personal level in terms of your, your appearance and your, your well-being? Do you have a morning routine? Um, for example, I, I do breath work and cold water stuff. So yeah, would you have a morning routine? Yeah, so I wake up in the morning and I have a glass of water, a whole pint of water straight away. Yeah, yeah. So straight away, yeah, uh, rehydrating my body. 
Uh, I'll jump in the shower and I'll start it off as warm. And then just as I'm about to get out, I turn it super cold. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of just wakes my body up, my brain, and just kind of gets me feeling like kind of ready for the day. Um, I'll obviously do my skincare straight after, get myself ready, get myself dressed. Uh, I tend to have a coffee in the morning as well. Yeah. And, and, and a nutritious breakfast. So whether it be, you know, fruit or some oats, maybe with some yogurt or something. And I feel like, and then after that, I'm sort of ready for the day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that, that's what I like to do as well. Stay fueled and, and stay fit as possible. Um, do you have a exactly. favorite entrepreneur or brand, um, either or, or perhaps both? Yeah, who, who, who's someone you look up to as a brand or entrepreneur? Um, no one specifically is an entrepreneur or brand. I, I, I like different elements of different people's work. Yeah. So I like maybe some people that say necessarily in the background, but also have created a brand out front for everyone that looks amazing and the people that are really involved with their brands as well i appreciate um no one in particular that comes to mind just like i said I, i've met so many people along the way that i've taken sort of little bits from everyone and gone okay i'm gonna now try and make it my own yeah that's it success leaves clues doesn't it and um, what exactly. is one what is one thing you're proud of um because obviously you've had a remarkable career and a m remarkable journey as well just in your personal life is there one thing you look back on and say you know what i'm actually proud proud of myself at that moment i'm proud of myself for uh never giving up yes never giving up even when times were tough i I remember being a kid and telling people, you know, I was going to be a dancer, I'm going to be a dancer, I'm going to do this, I'm going to sit me on TV. And everyone was like, you know, this guy is, he has no idea what he's talking about, you know? Yeah. And now actually seeing it through and sitting here and going, I, I, I told you I was going to do it and I did it. Or, you know, saying I'm going to start a business, starting it and then doing it. Being proud of myself, I think, is, is one of the main things there. Like, just never giving up and, and staying focused. I love that, man. And uh, the final thing, um, obviously, my show is called If Only They Knew. Is there something that you wish you knew at an earlier stage, whether it be your career or, yeah, just your personal personal journey? Um, if only they knew, if only I knew. If only I knew. Not really, to be honest. Mm. I think just go with, go with your instinct. Just go with your instinct. The world is yours. Like, there's not, like, whatever, anyone, no one can ever tell you anything, you know? Yeah, that's the it. world is yours. Go and grab it by the hands and just do whatever you want to do to the best of your ability. Focus and run it up. Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand, really, with with who, who you seem to be as a creator. You you sort of go through and you you know what you're doing almost and you can listen to your gut because you've got that that full vision um, tied in with that. then the very final question, what is next for you in terms of yourself, um, the brand, the performance and stuff like that? And also, what do you want your legacy to be on a personal level, if you want a legacy at all? Uh, for me personally, my, my career, uh, what's next? I don't know. There's loads in the pipeline, uh, loads of exciting stuff. Um, so I'm going to just see what's, what's next. In, in terms of options, um, I'm open to anything. I'm sort of waiting for the right moment. I'm sort of using the time that I have now in the show to kind of reassess a lot of things see where I want to go next, what I want to achieve next. Yeah. Um, so in terms of career, not sure, but I know it's going to be exciting. I know it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, for the business, I want to keep expanding it. I want to get more guys. We want to expand sort of I, like internationally. 
I'd like to um, introduce some new products at the end of this year. Uh, and I just keep getting it to the place where it's, it's the go-to products. It's the go-to brand for guys, you know, where they go, there's no sort of, there's no sort of hidden things around it. It, it is what it is. It's all natural. It's, it's, it's smells great and it's good for me. And in terms of legacy, I don't know about legacy just yet. I'm just trying to write the best story I can while I'm here. I'm just trying to write, you know, the, the best kind of journey that I can do. And with my manifesting and focusing, I'm just going to go as far as I can and look back and go, you know, wow, what a journey it's been. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy it, isn't it? Well, it's been exactly. an it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you so much. The floor is now yours. If you've got a final message or just want to tell people where to find out more about yourself and the brand, um, yeah, please let everyone know now. Okay, cool. So uh, if you want to get tickets to Magic Mike, I'll be uh, there. It's at the Hippodrome in Leicester Square. Uh, for RMT, um, you can go to rmt.co.uk and all the products are there. We're also available on Amazon and Humanary. And um, I just want to say thank you to you for having me on the show, Ted. And thank you for inspiring young people and giving uh, young entrepreneurs a platform where they can speak about their journey and you know, give, give advice uh, to the younger generation as well. Oh, and also, before I go, I'm going to send you some products so you can give oh, them out to your listeners and your viewers and you can do whatever you want with them, okay? Yeah, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that and I appreciate the kind words as well and most importantly, your time and the advice you've given today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you for having me.